Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case Watch. Confirming the body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant Orenthal James Simpson not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Hey, Mark. Hey, Charity. This is Mike Wilson from Larisanto Valley. That's where I'll leave it. Um, we, uh, I've been on your all's Facebook page. I'm a member of the Crime Creeps and, uh, I brought something up about, uh, Crime Creep Court, about the, uh, or Case Watch Court, whatever it is. Sorry. Um, so anyhow, I've got some pictures I'm going to post up online on, on the page on Facebook, but hey, my wife works really hard at, at her gardens out front. She's got some beautiful flowers and, and everybody in our development, you know, has a quarter acre or more. So it ain't like we live in a place where they got uh, uh, townhouses or anything like that. And uh, neighbors just kind of walk by with their dogs and let them come up and poop and piss all up and down my wife's pretty gardens. Some of them pick the poop up. Some of them don't. But even at that, they're beautiful flyers. Um, the pictures I have right now aren't in full bloom. That will happen in a couple of weeks, and I'll post some of them up, too, when that happens. But um, I, it, it's just uh, I'm wondering if I'm a douchebag because I get pissed at, at seeing them doing that. When they have the same amount of land I got, they can let their dogs use the bathroom on their own property. But they got to let them pee on my wife's hard work or crap on my wife's hard work. Um, thank you very much for listening to me. And... Y'all just keep doing what you're doing. I love listening to you all. Bye. All right. I'm going to do an instant ruling right now. Mr. Wilson, you're a douchebag. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just oh, messing with you. I'm you just messing with you. My face. I was like, not at Charity's all. face just hit the ground. That is so inconsiderate because I'll tell you right now, a dog's pee, even just the pee, can burn the flower out it just like it does grass. grass. It kills grass as well. That's horrible. I will tell you right now, 
and people that know me well know that this is true. I have 100% become get off my lawn, dude. Oh, yeah. And Kristen used to make fun of me about it, except for the fact of while I was gone last weekend for work, I was gone the entire weekend, I kept getting calls from her saying, there's people parked in our cul-de-sac. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, I'm like, are they bothering you? She's like, no, but they're getting out and walking on the trail. Oh, I heard this whole story. She talked to them. She yeah. went out. Oh, she sh- went outside, and it, one of the kids came to pick up another kid, and she said, "Hey, uh, what? Just out of curiosity, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> she had words with them. She did. And then I got the call twenty minutes later. Of course, they're still here. I'm like, yeah, they're probably walking. Probably. What do you think I should do? Should I call the police? I'm like, and what? Tell them people are recreating. Yeah. And I'm like, you got to remember, just because we live in a cul-de-sac, it doesn't mean that we own the cul-de-sac. Right. I mean, that'd Um, be nice. But I will say I was sitting in this very chair and Charity knows where my house faces and I can see exactly where they park. Yes. And I was sitting in this chair doing some work. It was like 1.30 in the morning, two nights ago, and I heard a loud ass car come down the road, (gasps) park at the end. They sat up there for a while. I got out. I'm sitting there watching them. They get out of the car. Threw a bunch of garbage on the ground, <gasps> walked into the woods, were gone for 15 minutes, came back carrying stuff, got back in their car. Like a dead body? The little gangster car oh. that was super loud and then took off. <gasps> Did you get the license plate number? It's pitch dark. It you was got, one something in the morning. You should have skadooed out there. Uh, nobody wants to see a middle-aged fat dude in his underwear running outside. Even yelling, better. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> All right. So I, I don't know which one of these are. Uh, let me see. There we go. Yeah. You are not a douchebag. So he also said, he messaged me and said, I forgot to add one neighbor brings her dog up in the grass in front of the camper to do his business. So up on pretty much their lawn to poop. I don't like that. Um, And then he said he would put up an electric fence, but it will not get the people. It'll just get the animals. And he said the animals are being animals. So he said he'll figure something out. But crime creeps. Let's help. Let's help. uh, Let's help help Mike Wilson out. Let's. Let's. First of all, I do not think he is a douchebag or not anything because that you you wa- he watches his wife work super hard and he just wants her to her flowers to stay nice for her. All right, so I am very passive aggressive. Yes. Um well documented. Yes. So I have <laughs> a neighbor on each side of me. One I absolutely love and one you don't. And the other is a ginormous effing douchebag. Oh. And he makes me very angry, and all he does is complain, and he takes advantage of one of Kristen's best friends and like on a regular basis because I can't give out too much information because it will give it away, but family members rent from okay. her friend. You know what I'm talking I do. about now. I do. Yes, I do. And this has been going on for like 15 years yes. free of charge, and the person won't move. Yes. The guy is a ginormous douchebag. He had the nerve, so... We had a, it's going to make us sound hoity-toity. I bought Kristen a BMW a couple years ago, and we ended up getting a, a Toyota instead. She liked the little RAV4. Yep. So I parked the, the Beamer on the side over here, and it was sitting over there. And he said to me, actually, he doesn't say to me. He doesn't dare talk to me. To Kristen? He says to Kristen. He sent her I wouldn't dare a, talk a to passive-aggressive text. Because she's, she's pretty stern. Yeah, but she's nice to people's faces. Oh, yeah, that's true. Sent her a passive-aggressive text that said, I'm just letting you know that uh, that tree that's on the corner of my yard is dying. So if it happens to fall on your BMW, it's on you. So she sent me a screenshot of that. So I instantly texted the guy back. I'm like, 
A, no, it's not. And B, I hope your effing tree falls because I'll get a new BMW out of you. That's true. And then he has the nerve. He sent over his gardener and said, um, we're just curious if, you know, that your neighbor sent us over because he's curious if you have maybe some issues or you want to hire me oh because your guys' God. yard isn't up to the, his standards. Oh. And I said, I flipped the guy off and I said, deliver that back to that ginormous <laughs> a-hole and tell him to go F himself. You need to put a big fence up. So now if when you look at my house, this is really giving it away what side I hate. I don't mow the lawn on the right-hand side of my house in the backyard anymore. I'm so looking when I leave. Oh, well, actually, I know anyways. I know which you ones. You look into yeah. the fence. Yes, And it's not mowed at all the entire way back. And it goes. It, now it grows up the fence that I own, grows up my fence, and it hangs over into his yard. <laughs> and all he does is complain. I sit out and I, I see him on my security camera, like trimming the bushes, <laughs> even with the fence on a regular basis. And That's I just awesome. sit out back smoking a uh, little something-something. Drinking my Diet Pepsi and loving life. I can't with you. I love it. I don't deal with douchebags very often. Um, so Mark. Or I should say put up with their their douchebagginess very often. So Mark. So Charity. We have a couple things to talk about before we get into this episode. And this episode is for the creeps, from the creeps, or from the creeps, for the creeps. From the creeps, for the creeps. I like it's this. It's all about the creeps. Okay. Stuff you guys have sent us. Um, you know, funny stuff, sad stuff, missing persons. We have a couple of different ones. Uh, we're going to try to get as much as we can in. Um, obviously, we can't make the episode two hours long. I mean, we could, but I don't know if anyone wants to hear our voices for that long anyways. We can't because I have a meeting in exactly <laughs> one hour and 13 minutes. So um, <laughs> first off, I got a lovely birthday card from a one Miss Danelle Berg. Thank you so much, Danelle. And I, didn't get one. I knew something was coming for. Actually, no, I did get a birthday card. Sorry. Oh, ugh. that I can't believe you forgot Danelle's beautiful. Gift I was decision. I was gone when, it, okay. when it came. So so thank you, Danelle. Thank and, you. Um, Michael Wilson also sent me a package, and I knew um, exactly when the package was being uh, delivered because your mailman messaged me in Messenger to let me know that a package was coming for me, so that you wouldn't steal it. Charity, I think he may be your mailman, too. No, I'm, I'm not positive on no, that. No, he's not. He's not? No, okay. No. If that were the case, I would have said, just bring it on over here. So I got a, I got a new company vehicle. It's it's an old new one, so it's a pace car for a racetrack, so it's got like red, white, and blue, and it's got the name all over it. And I was sitting in my Jeep the other day, getting ready to pull out, and I saw our wonderful mailman, Steve, pulling up in front of the <laughs> mailbox, and I was sitting in my Jeep waiting to leave. And I see all of a sudden I see the camera phone come yep, out. Yep. And he like snapping pictures of the car. And I was like, hey, how's it going? He said it was for his brother because he thought the yeah, car that's was what he awesome. Said. Yeah. It is pretty cool. And I love it. I I w- am so sad if you're not going to be driving it much longer because I yeah, want to see you. taking it away. I would love seeing you busting around town in that thing. I get two reactions the middle finger or the thumbs up. It's a people because the car is loud, obnoxious, and annoying. So, Mark, I'm opening this gift for us. Me, I mean. On air. All right. I want to see your gift. And it's from who again? Michael Wilson, the one who just left the message. Yay. What's up? You can hear me opening it. Yeah, no joke. Wait a minute. Hold on. That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, this one is for you. Ooh, I had something? You do. And this one is for me. Why don't you open it up? It's a bracelet. And it says... Delete my browser history ASAP. Oh, I love this. <laughs> Look at mine. has little beads on it. 
That's awesome. Isn't that so cool? And you know what else he got us? What's that? Do you remember that video he posted of him drinking the Pepto-Bismol with the... Yes. And he had this hat on it. I commented on the hat. I do like this bracelet. So... It's on right now. One for you. Oh, oh! I actually really like that hat. But But there's a story behind it. So they are called... Charity, what am I wearing? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta find it. Uh... I'm just leaving this in. Guys, I am wearing my hat right <laughs> They're now. They're called um boonie hats. Um and he said uh both were recruits that are now Marines during boot camp on Paris Island, South Carolina. So these were our actual someone's hats. I love it. I'm Isn't honored it? to have this. I am so honored to have this. Thank you so much, Michael. That is super effing cool. So see, you did get a gift too, Mark. I did. Wasn't that nice? I know. I come home the other day and Kristen hands me this. She's like, Charity gets more mail here than you do. I know. And I was like, great. And I was like, just throw it in the trash. <gasps> and she's like, what? I'm like, I'm oh, just she joking. Sent, she sent me a picture and it said, you have prizes here. <laughs> That's awesome. Are prizes or prezies? Oh, Usually prezies. she'll say Sorry, prezies. prezies. So before we get into talking some creep stuff... I want to do a little update. Okay. And then I have a story I apparently need to retell. On a douchebag. Your story's about a douchebag, too. Oh, yeah. But let's first do this douchebag. Brian Koberger. So um, he's appeared in court in Moscow, where he was formally charged with the murders of four University of Idaho students. Um, This is from the Daily Mail. It says, Koberger, 28, is accused of murdering Maddie Mogan, Kaylee Goncalves, Xana Kernodal and Ethan Chapin on November 13th. Um, his appearance came less than an, an hour after explosive police case files revealed he visited the area around their home 12 times before the murder. Oh, wow. Okay. So it goes on to say Brian Koberger has appeared in court in Moscow and he was formally charged with the murders of the four students. Um, he wore an orange jumpsuit um, Emblazoned with Leyte County, I don't know if I'm saying that right, probably not. Probably not. For the brief hearing and remained impassive as the charges, four counts of first degree murder and one of burglary were read out. He spent most of the 10 minute hearing looking directly at Judge Megan Marshall as she read him his rights in the five counts and answered yes when asked if he understood each count. Koberger remained impassive throughout the... throughout, but briefly became agitated during the reading of the final count, the murder of Ethan Chapin, for which he faces life imprisonment or the death penalty. He later smiled at his defense attorney. This douche smiled. There's pictures, and the pictures alone piss me off. Oh, I hate that smugness Um, of people. He wouldn't enter a plea, so the judge um, had to put in a plea of not guilty for him Little loser. So I don't know how he can be not guilty. He, he chose to, I guess you can choose to remain silent. I didn't know that was a Nobody thing. Nobody can make you say anything. I guess. I don't know. It's just I so hate sad. Like that. I, I just, I don't know. I just wanted to touch upon that. Well, we will be following that. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. We've got lots of douchebags. We're going to be following that court case is coming soon. So. Gotta love douchebags. All right, Mark, you tell us. Tell us what we what need to talk about. All right. So basically, there's this ginormous douchebag um, who thrill killed. Once you, if it's not planned out, 
and it's multiple people. It's usually called the thrill kill. Yep. She had killed four people in Vermont back in the 2015-ish time period. Yep. So this... When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Individual killed three family members and then a DCF worker. Her name is Jody Herring. So my run-in with her happened four months before this. Um, back in the day, I used to work for a towing company. That's a nationwide towing company. Um I was one of their higher-up people. I yep. did a lot of stuff for them. I trained people around the Northeast, did a bunch of that stuff. Um, I just happened to be covering a regular shift out on the road one day, and I picked her up in New Hampshire on I-93 right at the Hooks at Tolls, right center of the state. <gasps> I do remember this story. That's who that was? The picture of that? Yes. That's so who I that was. I picked oh this God. lady up. She only had coverage for three miles. I offered to bring her locally, but she wanted to go up into Vermont. It was 137 miles away. They bill you three bucks a mile or whatever it is. It's nothing to do with me. I don't make any extra money. I, 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 I'm I salary, so it doesn't really matter where I go. So loaded her up, headed her that way, and she basically, five minutes into the trip, started laying on this, how her life is horrible. Her boyfriend beats her. Um she was heading to Boston because she's a stripper and she needed to make extra money. And Mark was a lot skinnier, more in shape, and maybe more handsome back then, I Stop guess. Stop that. Um, and then she started flirting with me and basically like, oh, what can I do to maybe make this bill go away and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, uh, nothing. It is what it is. It's all computerized. I know where I'm going. It calculates it automatically. It has nothing to do with me. And basically starts... Well, you sure I can't do anything to help you? I'll do whatever it takes. Ew. And then, like, I have zero interest in that. Like, I, I don't want no part of that. I ex nicely explained to her, like, no, no, I'm all set. You know, and she's like, all right, well, all right. I'll just write you a check. It's fine. So I draw, drove her all the way up there. I met the three people that, that she murdered because she lived with them. Um, dropped her car off. Everything was fine. She's like, oh, you were so nice. She gave me a huge hug and went on my way, headed back all the way to New Hampshire. Didn't hear anything for three days later when the check was canceled. And Of my, course it was. My boss is like, oh, that, that check was canceled. And then I got a phone call. Actually, my boss got a phone call from Vermont State Police that she said that I sexually harassed her and cornered her in the truck and basically told her that if she didn't give me certain stuff that I was going to, you know, hurt her and stuff like that. And we entertain this whole thing because it's fine. I mean, people can say whatever they want, except for the fact that everything that happens in that truck is, is audio recorded. and video recording. Thank God, right? The entire way, the whole trip on video, on oh audio. God. And once that got submitted over, the cops were like, 
oh yeah, yeah, this is not what happened. Um, and now this turned into like a three month investigation. And then I started getting mysterious phone numbers, you know, texting me like, you made a big mistake. Are you serious? You're going to pay for this. You have no idea who you're messing with. And this went on for a while. And like literally we're dealing with the cops at, in Vermont at this point. And like the guy's like, we can't prove it's her. That's this and that. Like, we're sorry. We know you didn't do anything. And wow. like it really messed up, you know, everything at my work. Like, cause I'm dealing with this. We're having all this crap, even though they know I didn't do anything. She's causing all this trouble. And then you find out I'm on my way to work, driving to work. And I hear this story being told. And I was like, Oh man, I can't believe somebody just did this. This lady's family called and made a complaint to DCF because she was abusive to her kids. Didn't take care of them. She went crazy came home, killed, I believe, her mom, her sister, and her stepdad. Yes. And then went to the um, the state of Vermont and killed the social worker. Oh, my God. So she could have killed you, Mark. So these threats that were being made to me this entire time through That's text so I, could have been real. I did not put two and two together when you commented on that or when you posted that because I forgot her name. Yep. So. Jody Herring. Yes. I'll never forget that now name. Now I won't either. So I happened to be sitting down the other day. I've told Kristen this story, and I was, I'll be honest, I half-ass pay attention when I'm watching these stupid crime shows, because it's all she oh, watches. Oh, guys, it's kind of like when Mark and I are recording, and I'm, yeah. and I'm, and I'm reading a case to him. <laughs> yes, and I'm on Facebook scrolling. No, yeah. I really oh, pay he does. attention. I'm joking. Um, and all of a sudden, like I, I, we're like three quarters of the way through this thing, and all of a sudden, they like popped up on the screen, and it shows her real picture. And I'm like, <gasps> Did you have like PTSD, kind like, of? I know her. And Kristen's like, oh, yeah, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, no, like, I know her. Well, thank God she's in the clink, right? And then it goes through and it pops up, State of Vermont, Jody Herring. And I was like, this is that crazy lady who was attempting to get me to sleep with her, made a bunch of threats to me, threatened to kill me, and then went on to kill four people after. Yeah. Like, this was, in my head, I'm just like. That's this is the closest I've ever been to somebody who actively killed somebody. That's and she was really crazy. Scary. I was in the car with you know, in a truck with her for two and a half hours. Oh, like the stories God. that I, I was hearing from her were absolutely nuts. I can't even think about it. So food for thought. Be careful out there. That's why they say don't pick people up on the roads. You don't know who's who. Like, right. I didn't know who this person was. No. And they ended up being a killer that accused me of all kinds of stuff that Let's be honest, if there was not audio and video recording in the got, truck. That could have ruined your whole career. Could have ruined life. my career at that point. Yeah, your personal life, everything. Yeah, 100%. I was married back then. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not in the business of being a scumbag. Right. And it, it just kind of made me shake my head like, this is how things happen like this. When people yep. say none of this happens locally, like it would never happen here. It, never, it can happen anywhere, anytime. You don't know who's who. I've picked up over the years. I towed for I think it was I was a firefighter and I towed cars and delivered oil. That's that's my adult life. Yeah. Um, most of them I I did during the same time period because firefighting you only, you only work a couple days a week. You know, two days, two two nights, four days off. Two days, two nights, four days off. Exactly. And you're not driving the truck the entire time, so I I have more hours available. So I like that green stuff. So I would always work. And like so, you didn't know who. 
that you're going to encounter out there. And this could happen to anybody. I think about, I've said this before on air with my profession that I do. I'm a hairdresser. And Wait, I, you're a hairdresser? Yes, Mark. Or a stylist, whatever you a Cosmetologist. Stylist. You stylist. I have a doctorate in cosmetology. Just do you kidding. really? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have <laughs> a doctorate in thugonomics. Yes. I just think to myself all the time. You can't I, see me. I can't, I can't with him. Because I come across so many people on a daily basis. Totally could have come across some serial killers. Well, I don't like to think about it. You have told me a couple of the people <gasps> that have oh, sketched you out oh, over guys, the years inside. Of I there. have so many stories. I should probably start. I, you know what? I maybe I'll tell some sometime, and just you know, of course, leave names out. Oh yes. Oh well, Kristen was my was a bartender. Oh, for she's got great stories. Almost twenty years. Like she's the stories got, she oh, tells yeah. me are absolutely nuts. The names she had for the people. Oh yeah. yeah. The names, the people she's met. Like we do that too. We give people names. <laughs> I, it was so cool one day. Like I, this is this is a side tangent, but so I love this show. That's the, this old house. Everybody knows what it is. I've watched this show my entire life. I watched it with my dad, and I've loved it my entire life. So basically, she was just telling me one day. She's like, "Oh yeah, like I my I I you know I have. Do you want to go to see the Bruins?" I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "All right, cool. I have I have tickets. One of my one of my friends uh, has given us tickets." I was like, sweet. And we were literally um, goal side, five rows back That's awesome. from the net. Awesome seats. And then I come to find out it was the guy from this old house is her personal friend. This is what, like the first year we were together. That's awesome. And I'm like, why didn't you lead with the fact that you know these people? Because to her, it's just one of our friends. Like, it's just one of my friends. Yeah. I was like. Am I sitting in his seat or are you? Because if you're sitting in his seat, I want to swap seats with you, like right now. <laughs> like I fanboyed it out, and then I got to meet him and talk to him, and they're like super cool people. But it was like such a a cool moment where it's like you don't really realize this. That's awesome. And all this, it, I'll have to have her come on and do some stories because she traveled the the country with bands at one point. Oh, so, I know. Like, she's got stories. She does. Um, so I want to start with our creepers. Um, what up? This came from Brittany Watson, and it just says, very interesting case. Would love to hear you and Mark cover it. So I'm just going to give a brief overview of the case, and not the case, just a brief overview of what the case is about. Let's just Okay. Say. So this is from Fox 2, and this is the opening bold writing. Oh, boy. Mark Latunsky, accused killer and cannibal, in court for hearing in murder of man he met on Grinder. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of want to meet Paul Grinder. Oh my God! So it's the worst possible name for a site like that. Gr- well, it's gr- grinding. I get it. Well, no, it's a grind. A grinder is a long, filled <laughs> piece of meat. You got to remember, a grinder is a sub. Remember how everyone makes fun of me for calling them meatball grinders? Because that's why. That's no, where it's that... a meatball sub. Okay, let me read this. <laughs> Ugh, I just got in this argument with somebody yesterday, too. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Southfield, Michigan, Fox 2. Mark Latunsky, the man accused in the gruesome murder of a man he met on Grinder, in December of 2019, was back in court for a hearing after he was deemed fit for trial. Latunsky was found competent on October 5th because he originally, apparently... Pleaded insanity. Um, this was a, uh, oh, this even gets, well, this is not, we shouldn't be making fun of this, but it's a little more than nine months after Kevin Bacon, a man he met on Grinder, not the Kevin Bacon, but Kevin ba- ba- 
Bacon in December was found dead in his basement after going missing on Christmas Day. I love bacon. I, I vaguely remember hearing this story. The 50-year-old had previously pleaded insanity and was ordered to a lockdown mental health treatment facility. However, under Michigan law, even if being found unfit for trial, it can be still reviewed. Once declared unfit, defendants start a 15-month program for treatment. During that time, a judge can call a hearing to determine if competency has been restored. If if that happens, the defendant is returned to the court system for either a plea, trial, or another way. I like how they do that. I do, too. I really like that. They don't just say, oh, you're insane. So they say, well, let's try to get you sane and then we'll prosecute you. And go. And go. Um, So he made his first court appearance um, on Friday where even more gruesome details of Bacon's death were released. Once again, love Bacon. Makes (sighs) everything better. So Michigan State Police Detective Sergeant James Moore testified um, what it was like inside the house when they found Bacon's body. All right, guys, brace yourselves. Oh, boy. He was found hanging from some sort of pulley system. Blood spatter was on the wall, on the west wall. According to the pros- according to prosecutor Moore, Bacon had a fantasy in mind when he met Latunsky online. Kevin Bacon did have a fantasy, Moore said. He told Latunsky he wanted to be gang raped. Ooh. Yikes. Um, and court, according to investigators, the sexual fantasy took place in Latunsky's, oh geez, Shiawassee County home. I haven't made that. I think he did that pretty good. Pretty good. Latunsky, who did not move while in court, said that fantasy turned into something else. Latunsky stated that Kevin Bacon explained to him that he had been suicidal in the past. The discussion began how Latunsky could make his body disappear. Latunsky allegedly told police they discussed various ways to kill Bacon, but settled on one resulting the least amount of pain. (gasps) This is like the the story of. Is this like the guy who made him eat his pee pee? Yeah. Kind of. Uh-oh. It sounds like it. it Latonsky suggested using a knife to stab him in the back of the spine below the skull. Latonsky stated once that idea was suggested that Mr. Bacon said, okay, do it, Moore said. However, Latonsky said he heard Bacon make a noise and he slit his throat. Oh, God. The agreement between Mr. Bacon and Mr. Latonsky was that he was going to end Mr. Bacon's life as a result. And then he was going to utilize his body for dinner. This is almost oh. exactly the same. All right, I don't even want to read any more because I actually think I might want to really. Flash cuts a charity, starts doing research and realizes it's the same case we already covered. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. So awesome. No, this is like this. No, that one was happened. A oh, while I ago. know. I just like to make fun of you. Um, so um, he ended up pleading guilty. And um, he is now doing time for this, this crime uh, that just happened not too long ago. But um, I am interested to know, you know to go through like I do and research like his early life and find out what exactly why exactly he might have been into these things. And I'm wondering if if this is his first victim or if he's had other victims. I'm assuming he probably had more. I don't know though. Not if you're caught, right? He seems way first, too confident with this. Maybe. I don't know. That's why I really want to read into it. So that was just a little touch of it, guys. Um, let me know if you want to hear a full case on that because uh, I definitely can research it and Mark and I can give our opinions. I definitely will. I actually have a case watch court that was on our page. <gasps> you do? Ready? I. Oh. So our great friend, Casey Wilburn Peel. 
said, here's a story for Case Watch Court. A local high school principal refused to let the student <gasps> walk like with his graduating class or his name to be read. Only reason? He missed the bus for graduation practice. His mom even drove him to practice. Once he missed it, word has it, he left late for work. Hmm. He left work late, sorry. And she said, my opinion, I would have probably been arrested for storming the stage to say my kid's name. No way would he have been excluded. Yep. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go right through here. Do, 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 do. Um, the gentleman's name is Brandon Frazier. Braden Frazier. I'm going to say your name a bunch of times because it deserves to be said. Yep. Braden Frazier. Charity. Braden Frazier. Braden Frazier. Braden Frazier. Congratulations, such a great dude. Braden Frazier. Coming to the stage now, graduating with maybe middle of the road grades. He's a hardworking student. Braden Frazier, everybody. Yay. Good job, Braden. All right, Charity. I'm going to flip through here to find who I think is a douchebag. Uh, do, 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 do. This decision was handed down by Principal Millie Wood. I don't know about you, Charity, but to me, I don't know many Millie Woods who are above board and cool. Nope. I'm wondering maybe if she was that girl who nobody liked in high school, didn't have a job, she was a smelly girl. <laughs> I knew a bunch of those. <laughs> Millie Wood, I'm going to let you know right now. I don't know what you're trying to prove. You're a high school principal who are supposed to be molding these individuals into upstanding citizens. In my eyes, Braden Frazier was doing just that when he chose to go to work, stay late, and then come immediately to graduation practice. Not even graduation. I think that Braden Frazier definitely was doing that. Braden Frazier, you are a saint. Principal Millie Wood. I look, Charity, what do I have on my forehead? Um, a big L, guys. In the shape of an L on her forehead. <laughs> I don't like you. I wouldn't have hung out with you in high school. If you are a crime creep, I'm officially revoking your crime creep card. Yep. I don't want you in our group. Does anybody here want you in our group? Everybody in your car, while you're listening to this, yell, F you, Millie Wood. Yep. That's just my opinion. Yep. Ruling has been given out. I think most people would agree with that ruling. A hardworking kid like that. I don't like that. Um, this, so it, oh, sorry, honestly, it really upsets me because me what too. are we trying to prove here? What I, I don't know. <laughs> what are we trying to prove? It, 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 it's it's not like he missed the practice. He showed up. He just wasn't able to get on the bus, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I read that. And article. So the mom brought her him to school after to do it. Who'd she bring? Braden Frazier. Braden Frazier. That's right. Yes. I've never met a Braden I don't like. No, yep, I haven't Braden, either. Bradens are Braden's, super cool, and Bradens are spelled all different ways, guys. Yes, absolutely. Um, hey, guys. So our very good friend, Walter Kopp, always sends me stuff, and he always posts in the um, Crime Creep page. So he did send me a couple things kind of fairly recently that I thought were were interesting. One of them, um, and this is, the, this is from Birmingham Live. Uh, I'm going to read just, the, the, like I said, the bold first. Girl groomed with top of the pops and abused by pedophile demands law change. So Della Wright was preyed upon by a sex offender, Terry Price, a convicted criminal who later went on to change his name multiple times. Do you remember we talked about this? Yes. And how hor horrible this is? 
Della Wright was just six years old when a known pedophile groomed and abused her at her childhood home in Birmingham. An innocent child who loved to sing and dance, she should have been protected safe from harm. But in the care of a neglectful mother and a barely present father, she was targeted by convicted sex offender Terry Price, a criminal who was released on parole to their home. So he was released on parole and their home was the safe place for him. Mm. So um, he would make her strip to songs as they watched Top of the Pops. And as the abuse worsened, the family's vile house guest became violent with little Della. Desperate screams begging for her mom, who has since died, to stay home instead of heading out for the night fell on deaf ears. Guys, this is a story that we really... this This is the biggest fear that we've talked about. Yeah, I just... The predator was eventually jailed for 22 years in 2017 after Della bravely reported a string of harrowing offenses, including indecent assault and gross indecency to police. Yet she claims the sex offender was able to change his name five times. Five times, guys. How is that possible? Over the years to evade detection and prey upon more victims. Because if they go to a different state, certain states will look into that and they won't allow you to change your name. But there are states. Because remember we read that article about this very thing? Absolutely. It should not be allowed. um, So obviously he did this to evade detection and prey upon more victims. Um, It's a dangerous loophole Della is now campaigning to close. So good job, Della. She's now 49 years old. Uh, She waived her right to anonymity. (laughs) I hate myself sometimes. (laughs) To highlight Della's law, a proposed law to stop sex offenders changing their name. Um, with them free to offend further. So, guys, look into Della's law. This this is, I am totally for this law. And, and to make you feel better, I'm going to say, worship shy, 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 or Oh, sauce. thank you, Mark. Well, I know you were having a hard time with that one, so I just wanted to be a friend. Um, And he also um sent me this one, which is a little bit funny. Real quick, can I interrupt with something funny first? Absolutely. So I was distracted on the last case because in our case watch Crime Creep Group, Danelle Berg posted a picture that says, I have an advanced sense of humor. Oh, I love that. And it's it's got a pen and it says is. Can you go down and and put what Charity wrote, what Charity commented on? And then um, one of our other. This one never gets old for me. Well, I have a personal story on this. I probably if I if I dig around in that closet directly behind you a shirt I have a shirt that says my pen is huge (laughs) I got it at Hampton Beach like ten years ago it's it's bright red so it's probably one of those like not not that is amazing says my pen is huge you need another one of those my gut is huge no you (laughs) you need just I want to see you walking around with that shirt on yeah that one probably does not fit me anymore so um this one is from. ABC, oh, excuse me, NBC News, and this is also from Walter Kopp. So um, let me read this. (laughs) An agitated goat fools Oklahoma police responding to cries for help. Oh, boy. (laughs) Body camera video captured two ended police officers laughing when they discovered the loud shouts came from a distressed farm animal. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yes, it was a bad call. <laughs> I ended, like what you did there. No, they did it. <laughs> it's spelled B-A-A-D. The Ended Police Department in Oklahoma confesses. Two Ended Police officers this week followed the cries for help and were super 
surprised to learn that the sounds of distress were from a different nature. They were from a boisterous goat. Oh, I love the word boisterous, guys. The police department (laughs) released body cam video on its Facebook page of officers David Sneed and Neil Story responding Monday to what sounded to them like shouting from someone who needed immediate assistance. The video captures an officer saying, it's a person. That's a person. The officer then begins running. Another voice is then heard saying, it's a goat. (laughs) While the officers arrive at a farm where they share a healthy laugh. An officer says in the video, I'm standing outside. I hear it. I don't know if it's an animal or a person. The officer continues, but sure enough, we were walking over here and I'm like, that's a person. An officer then says from a long distance, sounds like help. The officers were responding to a report of someone yelling for help. Police said in a tongue-in-cheek statement. Guys, that that is amazing. That is like a feel-good, fun story. I love Bad. that. Ghosts, I'm I telling you, I, I, could, I absolutely could understand why they might possibly have thought that was a cry for help. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Anybody who listens to one for two seconds agrees oh with you. Oh, my God. That is so funny. I can't even... It's the stuff like that that makes what we do even more fun because when you get some of the the interesting things, that's for sure. Interesting. Very interesting. This next one is from Kelly Nolan. What's up, Kelly? Uh, So she she posted, I think she posted this in the Crime Creep page, actually. Uh, Texas woman claims to be Diamond Bradley, who vanished in Chicago more than 20 years ago. After, uh, this is from Chicago, uh, Five Chicago, by the way, guys. After talking with a relative of the Bradleys, the woman um, who was claiming to be Diamond visited an FBI office where she underwent fingerprinting along with a DNA test. The FBI is conducting a DNA test to determine whether a woman in Texas is Diamond Bradley, who disappeared from her Chicago home along with her sister more than 20 years ago and hasn't been seen uh, since, according to the family. A video recently surfaced on social media, beginning with a police car in a Texas parking lot. as someone says, here with Diamond Bradley, while displaying a picture of Bradley's missing persons poster on a phone. The camera shifts to a woman standing beside a vehicle as the other person says, this is Diamond Bradley. Can I see your scar? At which point the camera zooms in um, on what is supposedly a scar. Diamond and Tiona Bradley were three and ten years old when they disappeared from the family's Bronzeville home in the summer of 2001. Beginning uh, what may what may be the largest missing persons investigation in Chicago history. The girl's mother returned home from work to find a note allegedly written by Tionda, Tionda, claiming she and Diamond had gone to the store and a school playground nearby. Sheila Bradley Smith, Diamond and Tiona's great aunt, said she was contacted by the woman claiming to be Diamond and urged her to prove her identity. She said, she said she has information about Diamond Bradley, and I say, what about... Bradley Smith recounted in an interview with NBC5. Well, she says, I am I am Diamond Bradley. After talking with Bradley Smith, the woman pur- 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 purporting, I don't know why I can't say that word, to be Diamond visited an FBI office where she underwent fingerprinting along with DNA test. As of Friday, it's unclear if the FBI received the results. Wow. Can you imagine if it really is her? That's crazy. There's, there was a, there's been big stories out there before, though, about... People taking advantage of families. But, yes, but there's also been stories of them actually being the real person. Absolutely. So if it is. I would like to follow up on that because that is too. super cool. Me too. I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff too. 
All right, I got another one from one of our creeps, Tammy Roy. What's up, Tammy? Word, Tammy. Word to your mother. I haven't seen you for a while. Tammy is a Tammy I know. Yes. So Peru's government issued an executive order Wednesday allowing the extradition to the United States of the prime suspect in the unsolved 2005 disappearance of Natalie Holloway. Wow. That's a case that I didn't think we would ever see. No. A news release from the public affairs firm announced that the government of Peru agreed to the temporary extradition of Jordan Vandersloot to Alabama to face trial. Peru and the United States did work together to expand and strengthen the substantial bilateral agenda that links our countries with the aim of bringing concrete benefits to our citizens. His extradition stems from an accusation that he tried to extort the Holloway family after their daughter's disappearance. Holloway, who is from Mountain Brook, Alabama, was on a high school graduation trip in 2005 to Aruba when she disappeared and was never seen again. She was last seen leaving the bar with Vandersloot, who lived in Aruba at the time. Holloway's body was never found, and no charges were ever filed against Vandersloot in the case. Can I stop you for one second? Sure. Wasn't his father like a big wig? There was something there. Yeah, I think his father was like a big wig. Um, I don't know if he was in the court system or something, because I, I remember... Why, while I read, why don't you let Miss Wiki tell you exactly about who he was? Okay. A judge later declared Holloway dead. Prosecutors in the U.S. alleged that Vandersloot accepted two hundred—I'm sorry, twenty-five thousand dollars in cash from Holloway's family in exchange for a promise to lead them to her body in early 2010, just before he went to Peru. Vandersloot is serving 28 years in prison in Peru for being convicted of murdering 20-year-old, a 21-year-old Peruvian student, Stephanie Flores, after meeting her in a Lima Concedo in 2010. So he's already. Still a scumbag. Even then, the slaying occurred five years to the day after Holloway disappeared in Aruba. At the time, there was an increasingly greater cross-border transit of people. Our institutions are keeping up to ensure that criminals are brought to justice. That is from Edgar Rubazuda, director of Peru's Office of International Judicial Cooperation and Extraditions, Extraditions of the National Prosecutor's Office, Oh my God! Wow, Mark, good job. Let, let me let me start that again because let's count how important this guy is. Because you know, however important you are, is how many names you have. He is director of Peru's Office of International Judicial Cooperation and Extraditions of the National Prosecutor's Office. Oh, Woo-hoo. Like seven surnames there. All I got to say is, I hope they really dig down on this guy because. Even if he wasn't the one who killed her, to extort the family like that, yep, absolutely unbelievable, un- unacceptable. What makes me more angry is that he's been in jail for years. Yep, and he married a woman, a Peruvian woman, in July 2014 in a ceremony at a maximum security prison. I that should not be allowed. If you murder somebody and you're in jail for murder, I that. These are things that I want to stop. Jail should not be a pleasant place for anybody at all. No, 100% shouldn't be. It's pathetic. All right, so me and Charity both consulted with Miss Wiki, and we can't really find out exactly what the dad was, but I'm pretty sure he's probably hoity-toity and had money. I think so. I think so, because if you go back to when it happened, like her father remembers like meeting him, and he said, you know, I I need to do everything I, I can to help my son. So basically it was completely unhelpful in the search for her. 
I'm sorry. I love my kid to death, but if she killed somebody, I'd well, be the you, first person I to mean, bring her to jail. You can still love them in jail. Yep. It's 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 still not right. Not at all. And if your child does kill somebody and you know about it and you don't say anything, could they go on to bad. kill more? Exactly. You're just as bad. So this is this to me made me think of um and I just again, same as you, contacted Miss Wiki because she's awesome. The disappearance of Madeline McCain. Do you remember that? I do not. Yes, there was a whole docu-series on it. Uh, Madeline Beth McCain born. Let me read this to you and you'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, Madeline Beth McCain, born um, on May 12, 2003, is a British missing person who disappeared from her bed in a holiday apartment in Praia de Luz, Portugal, on the evening of May 3, 2007, at the age of three. The Daily Telegraph described the disappearance as the most heavily reported missing person case in modern history. Madeline's whereabouts remain unknown, although German prosecutors believe she is dead. So um, let me also refresh your memory a little bit. Do you, the parents had put her to bed. They were on vacation and they had this little apartment and they were with friends. They put her to bed and went down and had some dinner and sat with friends and had a few drinks while she was sleeping. I and do, kept going up and down to check slightly on, and kept going up and down to check on her, and they had no reason to think that that wasn't okay because the window was open. They yep. could hear her if she cried. So I think it's believed that they think somebody and saw that they did that and entered the room. And but I mean, I, the whole docu series was so upsetting because they thought they'd had had a lead, and then there was no lead. Then they thought they had another lead, just like the Natalie Holloway. I'm gonna have to so check sad. this out. You should, but yeah, that's what it made me think of. Excellent. Well, hey, I like doing these kind of episodes. It was, was just fun. It was just fun, guys. If you guys like them, keep the uh, Crime Creep page going and give us some more stuff to go. We'd love to do some of this stuff. And guys, thanks for the voicemails. We have some uh, saved that we're going to be playing. And feel free to send more because we love hearing your voices. Awesome. I'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. See ya. big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.